This was rad. It's wholly rad. Way rad. Fully rad. To say that was gnarly. <laughs> And we are back. This is This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast where we can't get anything to work right no matter how hard we try. Uh, well, you know, it might have something to do with the fact that we're a no-budget podcast and we have to rely on a lot of free software that <laughs> works when it wants to. You mean, you mean? wait, are you saying the five-year-old laptop that I broadcast from is, is not top-of-the-line quality podcasting material? Oh, man, let me tell you, if I had it my way, I would, the setup I would have, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The yeah. rack space would be full. It'd be amazing. I am with you. Uh, and I am I'm also so Paul. I, and I'm Greg. The pregnant pause. I like it. A little bit of yeah, drama. That's right. <laughs> did he hear me? I don't know. Are these more technical difficulties? I really did. Oh, you son of a bitch. I really thought you cut out and didn't hear me. I thought you were just going to be like, in a double reverse reveal, <laughs> you had cut out, but I figured from the look on your face, you were waiting for me to introduce myself, and then nailed it. This is going to be the greatest episode ever. I got to tell you, we're opening up with my favorite thing of all time, the double reverse reveal, so... It's all downhill from here. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we get into why don't we get into our movie? Um, I, you know, uh, I think it's it's a movie again. Like I talked about last week, I had only ever seen on like Sci Fi Channel, like maybe once or twice. I don't really remember too much about this I movie. I don't know how they would have shown the last twenty five minutes of this movie on network television. It's not terrible. It's not terrible i mean you can cut around it um i think that there's ways to do that it, it, some of it is bloody and gory but it's it's really funny it's nudity and cursing like those things are w network television even back in the 80s back in the 80s and, and and 90s nudity and cursing were the problems i remember like even robocop like robocop is disgustingly violent and I remember they cut out the shower scene with um, with Murphy and, and his partner there because she she's topless. That whole scene is missing when when um, when the big robot shoots the executive and, and Ed two oh nine and Ed two oh nine turns the guy into pulp. That was never cut on television. I'm I I imagine they maybe cut like a second out, but yeah, maybe it, maybe it's yeah. America, man. It's the hangups. You yep. can show a guy getting, like, ripped to shreds, but God forbid you show a boob. Wait, 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 was, that, was that a nipple? Was that a nipple? Just, just, I told, sh I shut down everything! Story. I've told this story before, where one time I was watching, it was it was Yellowbeard. Uh, it was a, a comedy most of the Monty <laughs> Python guys are in. Yes, it's a great... On network TV, and there is a part where a guy is looking... They, they, they've made it to this island... And he's the the he's in they're in this forest and a straight up full full frontal nude woman steps out from behind a tree and someone missed it <laughs> and eight year old Greg lost his mind. I, yes, I do remember you telling that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I, Greg, I was like, "What is happening?" Like I, my world was like suddenly not as it should have been. 
Do you remember Monty Python, even on Comedy Central, they would show, like, the picture cutouts of naked women. Right. And, and you'd be like, this is a boob. It's just, it's it's Playboy on the TV. Okay, what, okay. It's Venus de Milo, but it's still boobs. It what, what blew my mind was when I found out as a kid that PBS does not adhere to any broadcast standards. No, they don't. I, like, I don't understand why, but for some reason, they just don't. Like, they had their own self-imposed stuff where they wouldn't play anything risque, like, before nine. But, like, as a as a high school kid, I remember they started showing um, independent movies uh, sometimes late at night. And I there were, like, full-on sex scenes with, like, nudity. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yes. Well, that, that in Telemundo. And no, it wasn't even Telemundo. It was the other Spanish channel. Univision? Yes, Univision. Uh, they uh, would excuse me? Univision? Not Univision. <laughs> I am Caucasian from the upper, from the upper Northeast. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Listen, I don't know how, I don't know uh, what kind of, uh, uh, in, 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 moving on. They had boobs on TV. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> because, because, again... Other countries is not a big deal, man. They Nobody don't. cares. But but this was on American television. I remember the first time we found that we were like, because it was a hidden camera show. I remember this, Greg. I was maybe like fifteen or sixteen. It was a hidden oh, camera dude, show. other country hidden camera shows. You mean the the shows that if they attempted to do a tenth of what they did in other countries, they'd be sued into oblivion. Me and my buddy were just flipping through the channels because we used to watch because they would show like risque stuff, like women in bikinis or lingerie. The joke was they'd find old men in the mall or on the street and they'd have a topless woman pop out and scare yeah, him. That sounds about right. And and we were like, those are real boobs. Like, those are boobs. And if only we had had a DVR that we could have reversed. <laughs> oh, man. Kids don't know how good they have right? it today. D- yeah. So, hey, what movie did we watch? Oh, <laughs> speaking of boobs, uh, in an excellent, very long segue, but still very great. Um, we watched An American Werewolf in London. Uh, this movie yes. came out in 1981, directed by John Landis, a uh, personal favorite director of mine, and for some reason does not include Werewolves of London. I'm leading with this because <laughs> that song came out in 78. Yeah. Why in God's holy wrath has John Landis not been struck down for this egregious offense? I assume it's because Wolfman Jack, it was Wolfman Jack, right? Uh, Wolfman Jack, yeah, yeah. Classic 50s rock and roll DJ Wolfman Jack. Right. No, but who who made the song? Warren Zevon wrote Werewolves of London. Yeah, that's the guy I meant. Okay. Not Wolfman Jack. He was in the 50s. He was a DJ. He has nothing to do with music. Greg, why did you bring him up? <laughs> I'm uh, the, maybe, double, maybe I'm just double, thinking. Double maybe reversal. Just, you know, uh, I guess I guess what I'm saying is I really want to watch American Graffiti. That's okay. what I'm getting at. So I assume it was money. I, I don't know. It, it, isn't that what it always comes down to, though? It, like Warren Zevon, just like, uh, mine is an artistic piece on on the lycanthrope of the lower, lower Britain running amok, your movie is, is mostly about man penis it, running through the forest, and I don't like it. I don't know if Warren Zevon sounds I like love that. how you have Warren Zevon <laughs> as, like, as like a British man. 
<laughs> um, pretty sure he was born in Chicago, but I might have that wrong. So wait a second. You want to use my song in your movie? Yeah, there we go. I don't use think guys. so. Use, use guys. guys want to use the werewolves of London over there? Forget about it. Forget about right. it. Anyway, an American werewolf in <laughs> what London. What do you remember, Craig? Um, getting back on track. What do you remember about this movie, Gregory? So, Paul... We ask it at the beginning of every episode. I'm going to preface this and say, we do this at the beginning of every heavily edited episode. Was this film rad? Yes. Oh, you're asking me. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this time. I'm oh. Changing it up. Oh, no, another double reversal. Mm-hmm. It was this a single reversal? I don't remember much. I guess I'll just leave it at that. Um, I mean, I kind of remember parts of this movie. I remember... Um, I, and we can kind of get into it. The transformation scene is obviously like, like, like that's the big one. It's in the promos. That's the huge draw of this movie. I kind of remember the beginning um, parts where they go to like the, the, the pub there and, you know, they keep getting told to avoid the moors, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, and his buddy coming through uh, as the dead guy kind of um, as he keeps kind of decaying, kind of telling him. You know, you're you're the lycanthrope, you created me, that sort of thing. What I didn't remember is I remember this film being a lot funnier for some mm. odd reason. Um, it's not bad that it's not, but it was just something I, I kind of always associated with this that was kind of like black humor kind of kind of a thing. And it's really not. It's more like a, a thriller horror um, than anything. So that's kind of what I would get out of it. But, but yeah, I don't remember too much of this movie. It's not one that I really remember like being enthralled by as a kid i just remember it being popular and kind of kind of interesting and 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 we can certainly address it at the end there is a sequel to this movie is there not an american werewolf in paris okay i think you mean in a bizarre alternate universe where god has hidden in heaven for fear of his own creations on earth i believe in that bleak horrible place an american werewolf in paris exists yeah Okay, very good. Very good. Greg, was this film rad? You are cutting out, and I really wish I'd heard what you said, because I can tell by the look on your face, I would have laughed. Uh, Greg, was this film there rad? There it is! Stepping on Third our time. Skype. Third time. And by the way, I'm leaving it all in. Great, Greg! Greg, was yes. this film rad? This is interesting. Yeah. And we're going to go on a bit of a... Bit of a meandering story here, so uh, bear with me. <sighs> leave this running while you go. I'm just gonna sit back. I'm not talking. It, so. it doesn't matter. But here we go. In 1997, a 15 year old Greg went to go see an American Werewolf in Paris with his dad. There were multiple uncomfortable scenes of <laughs> women. Okay, but I wasn't smart enough to realize that an American Werewolf in Paris was a garbage movie. So, I thought it was okay. I went to go uh, um, the next year. I was 16. And you know what happens when you're 16, Paul? You, you can rent anything you want from a blockbuster video. <laughs> oh, that so card is the power. And um, I actually wasn't 16. I was, like, just shy of it. Like, just, like, barely there. And um, they, uh, the guy, like, did the math wrong, and he didn't realize it. And he let me rent an American werewolf in London. And he, I, to, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm renting this. And he's like, isn't this a great movie? And I played along like I knew it because I thought maybe he wouldn't pay attention to the fact that I wasn't old enough yet to rent anything at Blockbuster. And I guess it worked because he let me rent it. And I was not super impressed with the movie. Um, I watched it on VHS and I thought it was okay. 
I I don't know. I don't know what I was looking for, but like it 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 definitely was rad. I because it constantly came up in horror movies, uh, uh, lists and books and things. You know, everybody knew an American Werewolf in London. Everybody did. Um, in fact, I remember after seeing an American Werewolf in Paris in the very early days of the internet in '97, my buddy and I stumbled across this weird site that just had audio clips from all these different movies. And um, we were looking at what they had for an American Werewolf in London, and they were, like, really weird audio bits. You know, we, we used the site to pull, like, real funny lines and, like, replace the error message on our computer with, like, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman yelling, what's your major malfunction, you know, mm-hmm. instead of the, the, the dunk noise you'd normally sure. get. So, yeah, uh, yeah this, 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 this movie was a movie that I thought was was okay, but it, it definitely had a rad aura about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're, you're a lot like me, not, you know, it was rad because it was rad in the eighties. Um, not, not like super fond memories of it. That sound about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we just go ahead and see how, how it still holds up for us now. And we'll get into an American werewolf in London. I was murdered an unnatural death. And now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. The last remaining werewolf must be destroyed. It's you, David. Um, and it starts out, um, no, no words on the screen, which I was very surprised at. I expected <laughs> this movie to start out with an explanation of something, but it doesn't. It just kind of goes right into the credits which I thought were done much better and broke back mountain. Um, I think the panoramics were much more beautiful. Uh, this movie, um, Northern England is not a pretty place. Uh, it's, it's very, very fog covered, I guess is the word I would use. Uh, John Landis specifically chose the two months of the year to film in England when it is the worst weather. Like, like he specifically wanted the look that he got. Which yeah. I, I found very interesting. Okay, well, I mean, that's if that's what he was going for. I mean, it plays up very well. It is ominous. I mean, it is kind of like creepy and ominous. But um, that's at night. During the day, it just looks like a sad place. It just looks he, like you know who would vacation there. Well, apparently, two these two idiots would. Two back, two American backpackers. We've yeah. got David and Jack. Yes. Uh, so David is um, the primary character. Jack is his secondary buddy. Who Jack is. He just really wants to rape a woman, is really what he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, he is really interested in this lady. She's in what? She's in Rome? Whoever she... I thought she was back home, but he just got, like... The line is literally, I really have to make love to her. She has no choice. To which I, to which I took was, um, yes, I will hold her down and I will make sweet love to her, whether she likes it or not. Yeah, it feels like this conversation is one that had they not been attacked by werewolves... Uh, David would have had to have recited in a courtroom of <laughs> yes, some kind. Yes. yes. Uh, would you like to raise your hand? Yeah, yeah, I solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Uh, did he say, and I quote, uh, that he would make love to her and she had no choice? You, she, um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he meant it, uh, but mm-hmm. time makes fools of us all. Yes. And, and then later when he... Made love to her with no choice. Um, were you or were you not in the lobby um, uh, eating a Snickers bar? 
Um, it it was not a Snickers bar. I am I am not a fan of peanuts. Mm-hmm. I am a Milky Way man. I will live and die by that statement. I do not like this egregious, uh, egregiously incorrect uh, uh, Snickers indictment that you have served me with. Everything else is correct. Very well, and 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 you did in fact make an alibi for him uh, for that time period, saying, and I quote, "We were in the running of the bulls in Spain, not in Rome." Yeah, I thought that would. That yes, I I did. Uh, looking back, that was that was a mistake. Was and it the fact that the running of the bulls? Out is the in running that. of the bulls. Uh, there's a lot of pictures that are being taken, and uh, yes. you can find out if somebody's there or not. It turns out. Uh, it also takes place three months after the events of the of this day. Well, I mean, that's just a whole different can of worms. Um, if you'd like to get into that, I suppose I can't stop you. You're the lawyer. Mm. <clears throat> No further questions. Um, the courtroom scene. Yeah, that was that was comedy comedy gold. <laughs> I'll I'll spice it up. <laughs> listen, listen. I'll take the time to spice this this one up because Freddie. Ooh, suck. we're gonna need it. <laughs> Freddie suck balls. <laughs> can we can we can we throw in some Phoenix Wright? <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, yes. Objection! 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 <laughs> of course I will. Those... Yes, of course that's what I was thinking. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Hold it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So 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 they they end up they end up in this small hamlet town where they walk into this bar and I Greg scenes like these annoy the living hell out of me for this very simple reason. These two Americans walk in, they're dressed differently, they're they're wearing like nylon parkas and, and they have backpacks and fair enough. Are we just to assume that in every small town anywhere ever in any country, when two people enter a bar or pub, everyone stops what they're doing to see who yep. they are? Yep. How annoying is that for just like Larry, who's just late to get there? All all, <laughs> all this scene was missing was a record scratch. <laughs> That's what I thought the same thing. I expected actually a fiddler in the corner to be like... Just, or like, or like a string breaks, like a, <laughs> yes, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> so th- th- this just always annoys me in every single movie that this happens. It's it's just like so asinine. But this movie is almost more egregious in the way it does it because there's no nobody says anything for like two full minutes. Um, they sit down and they they get some food or they want to order some food. They get some tea. Um, and there's a what a pentagram or a pen, it doesn't call it a pentagram. He calls it. Something. I don't think I, I believe a pentagram is an inverted five point star. I don't believe this one was inverted. Uh, did he say pentan pentagonal pentacle pentacle? That's what he called it. <clears throat> this is this movie is is interesting in its approach mainly because the way like the way that it starts out and kind of the, the way that it goes. It's very, very small, the amount of characters that are actually in this movie. There's, there's very, very few. And it's, it has a very classic horror feel where you have the two Americans, they're fish out of water. They're in like a weird place. Everybody keeps telling them, stay on the road. Don't, you know, don't yeah, go yeah, walking yeah. in the moors. Stay on the road. Yep. You know, and, um, and, and when you have them walk in, it is, it's, it's a very like hackneyed scene 
where someone, some stranger walks into a bar and everyone stops to see what they're about to do. Um, I, I guess I gave this scene a little more leeway only because everyone is super worried because it's the full moon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is true. Um, and and it's like, uh-oh, here's strangers, and it's the full moon, and, you know, whatever. Crazy Bill over there is actually the werewolf. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Somewhere yeah. outside, like, this is not going to end yeah. well. Can we just, okay, they find out that they, they basically they, they, they don't belong there, they get kicked out, but they do tell them to stick to the road, because apparently whatever is out there has very strict guidelines of where it will walk and where it won't walk. Classic werewolf rules. Uh, <laughs> full moon. If you get scratched but not killed, you turn into a werewolf. They hate roads. Yeah, of course. Classic, classic. I always forget that third one. It's always... That's the one I'm always... Ah, what was it? It's silver... Silver forks? Nope, silver bullets. It's silver bullets. And... What's that for? for roads. That's the one. Stick to highways. It's kind of like that right. TLC song, Waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. You know, don't go chasing moors. Please stick to the roads that you're used to. Rivers and streams. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's like a real like that's a rare live version of that tune. It I is. Think. Yes, yes. Um, they they would usually marry that with Werewolf of London. Um, it's very odd, you know. But you know, T. Boz really killed choice. it. I dig it. I kind of dig yeah, it though. You know, cool. Lisa Lisa Left Eye Lopez. You know, she really. You know. Really Big Warren Zevon fan. Yeah, yeah, very much. You know, yeah. Werewolves of London. She was like, uh, I, I, I heard that she originally wanted to do Excitable Boy, and they shot that down. And then she said, <laughs> Lawyers, Guns, and Money. And they said no. And then she said, Werewolves of London. And they were like, Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, Wait, 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 wait. Rolling the headless Thompson gunner. And they were like, I don't. We don't even understand what that is. No. And she's like, okay, where, Werewolves of London. Okay. Do you think we'll, at we'll do, some we'll point that's why she burned down that football player's house? Because they were like, no, you can't do another Warren Zevon. We gave you the one. And she's just like, I'm going to keep burning houses down till you give me another song. No, see, I think I think that was that was a, a bizarre rope-a-dope. I think, <laughs> I think whoever that person was said, if you play Werewolves of London one more time, <laughs> I am burning this house to the ground. He was tested. <laughs> he did not come up short. Though. Okay, okay. So, 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 so they go walking on, on the moors. They get lost because they're idiots. I don't even know what their plan is. I love is how they're just like, the... uh-oh, we're not on the road. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I know how roads feel when you walk on them. It's pretty easy to know where you are. It, it, they were, and they're out for like five minutes. They could still see the light of the town, right? Because as they run back... They, they start to hear this, this sound out in, out in the moors. And eventually they're attacked by this beast. Um, I will say the gore effects, very well done. Um, you know, they did not shy a penny um, on any of the special effects, for sure. Um, but then the townsfolk are suddenly all around them. So again, they're within walking distance of the town. How did they get lost? This, this is the biggest problem I have. I, I, I will say, quick fun fact, this film won the first Oscar when they decided to give special effects an Oscar. This was the first movie I would to ever agree. win Best Special Effects. Very good. Um, this is this is one of the parts that, that really got to me about this movie is, right, they're supposedly like lost in the middle somewhere. Nobody knows where they are. The people in the bar feel bad that they basically like told the kids to like hit the road even though there's a werewolf out there. So they decide to like find the kids. They find them. They shoot the werewolf, who immediately becomes a person again and, and, and dies. 
and they know what's going on. They know that this one guy got scratched and he's not dead and the other guy is ripped up and they're just like, just dress these wounds and call an ambulance. <laughs> like, well, no, 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 no. Maybe I, since you already <laughs> murdered one guy, you just finish the job and nope. murder the other one. Nope. I think what happened is uh, someone had already called the police or something like that. The ambulance was already on their way. I think they were like, "Oh man, what are we gonna do?" I mean, I mean, he's definitely gonna, he's definitely gonna turn into another werewolf. I mean, we can't have another werewolf in town. And then suddenly, just right, goes. But I'm, what I'm, what I'm gonna say is, we probably shouldn't have shot all of our bullets at the first werewolf. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it goes like this: and someone goes, "No, no, no. Shh. They're taking him to London." Oh, oh, oh wait. Oh, oh, okay. I like oh, it. Oh, he's not our problem. Oh, well, then we're fine. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's one of these. Job done. <laughs> Yorkshire Yorkshire hates London. I get it. It's one of these <laughs> yeah, deals. Yeah. That hurt that teach those those scoundrels down in the big city. Actually that's Jeez, not, I wish I had thought I could have asked the uh that's a terrible my life. British coworker if Yorkshire <laughs> and London actually hate each other. Man, I could have had some inside scoops. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I got so, nothing. So that's what I think happened is, and actually, no, when the doctor later on, he goes out there, it's the same thing. They give him the cold shoulder. I think they, oh yeah. I think they hate townies, right? That's fair. That's fair. So I, yeah. think, I hate that. I think they hate. So the anyway, city. David, David, uh, wakes up in a hospital. He doesn't really remember. He, he remembers being attacked by an animal and they keep telling him, no, you were attacked by a man who was like a lunatic. Yes. And yes. he's like, no, that did not happen. I was attacked by an animal. So the cops are so eager to close this case, it's hilarious. Wait a second. We are not going to bypass that Fozzie Bear from the from the U.S. Consul and stops by to check on him, right? Oh, yeah. No, we should not do that. Waka, waka, waka. You can't go back to the U.S. I was so I actually watched this movie with Willow because she likes the horror movies, and I go, "That's Fozzie Bear," and she goes, "What?" I go, "Yeah, listen to his voice. Listen to his voice, Frank Oz. <laughs> he's gonna tell a bad joke any minute now." Yeah, and he's doing Fozzie voice. He's not even doing Frank Oz. He's doing Fozzie. I don't I think Frank Oz knew what his voice sounded like since like the seventies. I think he's always talking that's fair to enough. character. Yeah, at that yeah, point. that's fair enough. So he shows up. And then, yes, the cops show up at in the doctor's office, and they, they, they want to shut it out. These two cops, maybe this is where I get the comedy from, uh, these two cops, with, you know, just Albert and Costelloing their way to this scene. It's not very interesting at all. But they, yeah, they, they want to get rid of it. And the doctor kind of does, too. I think he just kind of wants to get this guy healed up, get him out of his... Yeah, everyone's kind of like, hey, look, you were traumatized. You could have seen anything. Who knows? But we found the body. Your friend's dead. You're going to be healed up. Let's just not make waves, and that'll be that. So not much longer, Jack begins to appear to David as a reanimated corpse, and he gives him the lowdown. Guess what? You were attacked by a werewolf. Guess what? I can't truly die until you're dead. Yeah, is that just another mythology add-on that I've never heard of? Because I've never heard of the victims can't die from a werewolf attack. Well, I mean, John Landis has that famous quote, how do you kill a vampire any way you want? They're not real. So it's, he does not care. He just makes up his own stuff to suit himself, which is kind of nice. Enough. No, that's good. That's fair enough. Um, yes, he comes in. His makeup throughout this film as he as he decays more is spot on. It, Top it's notch. It's so incredible. Good. Um, my favorite part is like off his neck. There's like a hanging piece of skin. Yes, and it's wiggling the whole time, and it's like there was there was supposed to touch. be 
There was supposed to be a scene of him like eating eating a piece of bread and it like falls out of that hole. Oh really? Yeah. They, um, John John Landis had to cut. This originally had an X rating. He had to cut out uh, two or three scenes to get an R rating for this movie. Yeah, I could see that. So anyway, so yeah, so Jack comes back. Um, this movie. This is also where we start to have like the 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 dream sequences um, of David running through the woods. Um, and this which, is this is where David is going to spend forty percent of this movie completely nude. <laughs> so much man penis. <laughs> so much so nudity. Mu- so much. This just this movie is chock full of nudity. Like, and say, it doesn't discriminate. I, Female I, nudity, male nudity, whatever. I, I will say, um, presented well. Um, nothing to be ashamed of there, actor, whoever you may be. Um, I wonder if that was a criteria. Like, okay, you can act. That's fantastic. But we really need you to have, uh, quote-unquote, presence on screen. <laughs> so You know what we mean. And he's just like, no, no, I, I thought casting couches were only for women. And John Lancers is like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't play the, the normal rules. This is the 80s, good sir. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, hashtag me too. Uh, hashtag we believe. Um we, we, we stand with you, Harvey Weinstein, go to hell. Did that cover you know, everything? Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was reading his brother's now starting to catch heat, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> well, the dominoes are falling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you work with Harvey Weinstein? Uh, yeah, you're probably uh, next on the hit list. So, But that's a whole other story. Instead, uh, David seduces this nurse. Um, again, the whole I, I fell in love in two days thing. and Classic. Just, just goes home with her. She doesn't yeah, know him at all. Yeah, she's just like, do you have any place to go? <laughs> Why an, don't you come to my place? He's an insane man who says he was attacked by a wolf, has dreams of running naked. He he tells her, my yeah. friend came back from the dead and talked to me, and she's just like, oh, shucks, come on home, you. you I, gotta, I gotta say, one of the things I love about this movie is I hate movies where the characters are just seeing horrific things and keeping them to themselves. David is like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know if I'm okay. I'm seeing some weird stuff. <laughs> and, and like, I don't know. I it's, it, <laughs> I don't know. This woman, I would love a movie about her backstory because I feel like there are layers oh, here yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that we really need to talk about or I, we really need to know about. I think it's funny. David is an open book and everyone's just like, would you just keep that book goddamn shut? We don't need it. Put it back on the shelf already. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I I'd love it. So so he he goes back to uh, the nurse's place. Yeah, and they uh, as as we're so fond of saying here, uh, they they express their love in a physical manner. Uh yeah yeah. I had to I had to fast and, forward uh, the scene. He, um, so um he she's like okay just just chill out in my flat. Meanwhile, the doctor who was treating him goes back to the bar, the slaughtered lamb, to talk to the locals. Yes. Um, just to, just to talk about like what they thought. And he, like you said earlier, he gets the cold shoulder, but one guy goes outside and he gives him the lowdown and he's like, look, there's going to be a lot of death. You know, we should never have sent that guy to London. You know, it's, you know, he's, he's going to become a monster and all this stuff. Yeah. And David has this terrible scene of him like meandering around the apartment. Just lot. There's a lot of scenes in this movie that feel like filler and this was one of them. If you say See, you like I, this scene, I'm, I actually I'm not like, like you. this. Why? Why? It's boring. 
No, it's it's, it's, it's actually it's actually a pretty funny character moment, and I think John Landis has a really good handle on things. Where if you make a movie that is nonstop horror, it's just horror a hundred percent of the time. <clears throat> you actually get like horror fatigue by the end of the movie, and in this movie, he 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 understands the pacing really well where he's like horror 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 here's some lighthearted character stuff like a little breather moment and then more horror and then you get a little more downtime and and i think the horror feels so much better because the character feels a little more real because we have these weird character moments where he's like i'm in a weird apartment i don't know what to do i don't want to watch tv like you know what i mean like i don't know like like we've all been like bored in a house, you know what I mean? It's 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 a relatable move. I think it's. I I, I thought it was smart. I liked it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I I did not. I thought it was long and boring, and I thought that we. I, I'm with you. A down scene would have been fine. I just don't feel like this scene worked well for me. The way it, okay. the way it's shot. I think getting him out of the apartment, kind of seeing London, something like that would have been. I think a little bit more interesting. Um. Than this, but. I guess in the, maybe in 1981, nobody knew what a British flat was, and they were just like, "Oh, look at this! They have a TV. Oh, but all all their buttons are in a row, unlike ours, which is a dial. <laughs> all those crazy, crazy Londoners. I don't know. That's a possibility, I guess. We miss the zombie Nazis. Do, do you care? Oh yeah, no. There there are some crazy ass dream right? sequences, including Nazi werewolves. I think. <laughs> Like, killing his family? It's really weird. Um, you can look it up on YouTube. It's as weird as it sounds. Um, do you want to just cut to him turning into a werewolf? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I mean, it's the next major scene as far as this goes. And, man, I mean, it's great. I guess, I, guess, I guess we can say Jack shows up again. He does, More yes. decayed at this point and basically says, hey, tomorrow you're turning into a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he does. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic scene. It's the makeup and special effects hold up very very well. There's a couple things that look kind of. It's like we've talked about in SD. You wouldn't even notice yeah. like the way the skin looks or how it stretches in HD. You kind of notice that you can kind of see how the hand is being moved up, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. But it's well well done. I mean, like it's. It, it, it is incredibly well done, even if some of it doesn't hold up. And for practical effects, and, and, it's and really good. It must have looked amazing back in 1981 if it still looks yeah, good Yeah, absolutely. Now. Right. Unlike that crap scene in Lost Boys where, like, they just kept, kept having to cut away from him as he transformed from a boy, from a wolf back into a kid um, because, you know, they couldn't afford the special effects to have him transform. Remember that? We made Wait, a, there was a werewolf in Lost Boys? Yeah, the kid turns into a uh, a werewolf and the the old guy kills him. We had this whole funny scene about killing killing Isn't a child. A vampire? No, he's a wolf. He's a he's a minion. I'm going to cut all this out. I don't um, remember that. <laughs> yeah, yes, he turns into a he turns into a werewolf because the, the the whoever the the actor guy, he kills him, remember? With the stake? Oh, yes. Okay. Technically You're he's a vampire. Fright Night? Or Fright Night? That was also a movie that had monsters that a that a guy killed somebody in. <laughs> yeah, that is also a movie we watched in which it also didn't contain werewolves. <laughs> that was a vampire movie. But the guy turned into like a creature, like a hairy wolf creature. He wasn't a bat. Remember? No, I have no <laughs> recollection of this. This is where if we were this is where if we were a TV show, we'd we'd cut to it like in we'd a We'd cut to. But instead, um he he bursts out of of the flat and goes on a killing spree 
Yeah, he kills like six people. <laughs> can we can we address the guy that goes out to look for his friends? It's London. I understand they're like small parks. He goes out front of his of his of his apartment looking for his friend, and he looks at his wife, and his wife like, no, keep searching. And then he ends up in like a field. Yeah, I don't know. What, <laughs> like, I, I can only imagine he, he, he walked <laughs> for like two and a half hours or something. <laughs> right? Like, is it like? <laughs> I I get it. He's drinking, but he's like, man, where did? Where did they move that parking lot to? I know it was right around here. I feel like, oh, this is not good. Am I on the moors? I think I'm on the moors. <laughs> yeah, I I don't quite know either. Um, so then we see a lot of good deaths. I I I, I think they're solid. They're 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 good. They're scary. I agree. Uh, I think they accomplish what they're supposed to. Yep. Um, he kills two people. In like the park, he then kills their friend the, who's looking for the him. guy who yep. was looking for his friends. He kills no, 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 no. Oh no, he finds he kills he kills the he kills, he kills a couple. He kills three homeless guys, yes. and then he kills a guy in the subway in the London subway. Yes, the Lo- the London subway was the only one I thought was kind of silly, just because like yeah, he goes agreed. down nineteen corridors, and I'm like, I don't know the London system, but I would have to assume they're somebody else around however i will say this did you notice on the posters on the wall there are advertisements for the movie he goes and watches see you see you next wednesday and i'm like london is much more progressive than i went that i would have given it for but i guess 80s 80s london um and then we cut to the zoo where david wakes up uh, nude again because it's been almost 15 minutes since we've seen his bare ass now, I would just like to say, a year before this movie came out, a film called Altered States came out. Okay. We might cover this movie. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Paul. Mm-mm. But um, it's got... Um, I have not. Uh, it's got William Hurt in it, and basically a, a scientist at Harvard, so this takes place in Boston, um, or, well, or Cambridge at the very least, um, is is conducting these experiments on him with like hallucinogenic drugs, and and he has a chamber that he goes into, like a tank mm-hmm. that's full of uh, water that like he, like oh, deprivation can't tank sink you know what are they called? the deprivation tank deprivation tank yeah and um he starts to like regress to like an earlier like evolutionary state at certain times he becomes like this weird like man creature thing okay and there is a straight up scene in that movie where he wakes up naked. In the wolf cage, it's almost the same. Scene. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, in this movie, it kind of makes sense because this one's played for last. The other one is not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one is definitely played for a gag. Like I said, I, I expect it to be a dark comedy. I don't find this scene funny. I find it interesting, but I don't. I, I don't find like it humorous. I don't know if maybe just it. It didn't resonate for me. Um, but he does. He climbs up out of there. Gets out. Um. There's a couple funny scenes. The scene with the kid was very funny. Like the balloon, the balloon yeah, yeah. thing is classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you two pounds for your, for your balloon. It's yeah. just like, well, if, if you have two pounds, why, why do you need my balloon? Yeah. Why would a thief give me two two pounds for this balloon? <laughs> it's like, I'll come over here and I'll explain it to you. <laughs> it's classic. It's it, that that scene was funny. He grabs the clothing. He runs out. Gets all the way back to his girl's girlfriend's apartment. There, 
Um, and then he's just kind of, you know, he's just kind of going. At first, he thinks it's a dream. She's trying to convince him it's a dream. And then on the telly, they see um, all six people have been murdered. And he realizes, oh, that, that actually happened. Um, and then we kind of have this other, I guess it's supposed to be funny, but it comes off awkward scene where he runs up to the cops. Um, he oh, he's up, trying to get arrested. He's trying to get arrested. Well. And, and I just love this cop's attitude. Like, what a change from American police attitudes. This guy comes up and... and, and <clears throat> <laughs> so my two favorite things are, first, the cop. The cop is completely like, no, oh, shove off. Move along. You're gonna, you're, you're starting to really get under my brow, y'all. <laughs> right? But then the best thing he could think of to, to get arrested is he goes, F the queen! <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that's his first go-to to to how I'm going to get arrested F the queen. Right. (laughs) And then he just spouts all this other stuff. But I I just love that his first thought was, don't punch the cop. Don't make a scene. Don't yell yell the C word, which he does. No, no, no. F the queen. That'll get me. (laughs) That'll get me right away. And I I have to say, isn't that like the the standard if you want to get arrested is just punch a police officer like you're going immediately everywhere, (laughs) no matter where you go, you can do that and any country. I'm pretty sure that works. Yes. Now, in some countries, you get arrested and in other countries, you get shot on sight. Well, I mean, I, you know, okay, fair. Your mileage may vary, (laughs) but he knows British cops don't carry guns. The worst he can hope for is a nightstick beating. Good old Billy Clubbin. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I thought that was hilarious that he thought to go to insult the queen. That'll, that'll do it. Um, and then so he, you want to, you want to jump to, so, so he, 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 he gets home. They're about to bring him to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. This is, he this is where yeah, he, yeah. he tries to get arrested by yeah, the cop. Yeah, yeah. And then he just like runs over to Piccadilly Circus where he sees Jack and Jack's like, Hey, why don't you come into this pornography theater where they're playing? See you next Wednesday. I can tell you right now. I don't know whatever happened in this movie because I was watching it with my daughter and I couldn't watch any of this. <laughs> okay. And I, so, and I fast forwarded through it. I'll be honest. Um, because you can kind of see like the little previews. I assume Jack is trying to reiterate. You have to cure yourself. This is what's oh, happening. This scene and then is he sees... hysterical. And... So he's like, I told you, you know, you, you this was going to happen, and now you've killed all these other people, and he introduces all the people that they've yeah, killed. Yeah, 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 I saw so those. the businessman's, yeah. like, pretty upset. The couple are just, like, very nice and very <laughs> happy. And the homeless men are just kind of, like, annoyed. And it's a great scene where they're like, you need to kill yourself. And he's like, well, well how? What, 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 maybe maybe I, I could hang myself. And uh, Jack is like, well, no, no, no. That might hurt a little if you screw it up. I, I, I wouldn't go with that. And the other people are like, well, it should hurt. And Jack's like, would you mind? This guy's a friend of mine. Why don't you calm down? And then everyone starts giving, like, very helpful suggestions for how to kill himself. So they're oh, like, man. how about a gun? And they're like, and the homeless guy's like, I know where you can get a gun. How about a gun? You know, oh. What if you electrocute yourself or jump in front of a train? Like, it's a really, really funny scene. It worked really, really well. I, and everyone being just mutilated and gory, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. porn theater. Like, it's just a ton of levels of ridiculousness. and it's But it's played straight, which is really funny. That's And so that's why, because, I, I, I mean, just... There's, it's just going on in the back. I tried to watch a couple of the scenes, but there's all the noises in the back. I, I, oh yeah, no, that's I, that's. I, I still have I, a sixteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah. I this have was... to. I have. If she hadn't watched it with me, but anyway, so we get through that. And... So David, David then transforms again in in the theater. Yes, and he starts killing all these people. 
as far as it, it just he kills a bunch of people. The werewolf itself looks not very so hokey. It almost, <laughs> you know what it looked like. Uh, have you seen where they like they put the the toy dog on like the the mechanical thing and its legs spin around and it to, yeah and it looks like a toy like a cheap toy. That's kind of what this comes across as. Like you can tell it, there's a creature on a dolly and the legs are just kind of moving back and forth. And the, and the yeah. mouth doesn't work very well. It, that's kind of ch- cheesy. But as far as uh, all that goes, um, the cops finally figure out where their guns are. And <laughs> well, they they, well, they they have to like call in like whatever the British equivalent of SWAT is because uh, they actually have the guns. Uh, 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 real cops? Do they call them real cops? <laughs> I just... I, I A remake of this movie would last 10 seconds. Right? Because... Because, it, like, instead of the Moors, this would be, like, the back country of Virginia, and um, the, uh, everyone would just be shot immediately. Uh, secondly, when, when he tried to get arrested, he would also be shot. And then, later on, when, when they're like, there's, there's a monster in here, like, all the people would pull out their guns, and then all the cops would pull out their guns, and everyone would just shoot everything in sight. It would be crazy. There's a flaw in your theory. Nobody would make a movie called An American Werewolf in America. <laughs> you got me there. That's Should just... it be an English werewolf in America? I like that. I like that. Then they would have shot him for the accent. Yes. <laughs> Probably. So anyway. <laughs> hey, look at this. Look at this fancy so... talker over here. <laughs> oh, excuse me, chaps. I was just wondering, uh, might I stop in for a bite in your lovely pub here? Look at this guy over here with his fancy Oxford degree and his, his backpack. Um, it's just a standard backpack. It comes, you know, it's got all my all my things in it, like you know, like cha- change of trousers and, and shirts and such. Uh, clearly, you must have a pack of such sort when you travel. I keep everything in a sack, like God intended. Yes, yes, uh, God is a particular uh, deity. Um, m- might you have a spot of tea? <laughs> all the tea you're gonna get is when I take this giant cross I carry around. The cross of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I crack you right in the skull with it, cause it'll leave a T, it, like lowercase one. So, Do they have T's in England? I don't even know what your alphabet is. So, so, okay, I'm going to go now, and I'm going to pretend that we've never spoken. Oh, too good for this bar, are you, Englishman? I thought so. Blech. Whatever happened to hospitality? No, that's when you suddenly hear the rack of the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, what? Our bar not good enough for you? <laughs> oh, dear I think God. You're going to oh, stay God. here a good long while, city boy. <laughs> oh, Lord. I've seen hostile. This is how it ends. Uh. <laughs> So, so, so he racks up a whole bunch of kills. There's a great scene where all these this car accidents happen. All the and people are pandemonium dying. scene is right? so it's, good. It's really good. Um, and then he ends up in this alleyway. They start to surround him. Uh, Alex, the nurse, shows up. Yes, she runs nurse. up to him to try to calm him down. I, it does not work because he I lunges love, right at her. I will tell you right now. I love that. It it sounds it's great because like, he says early in the movie. I think I you know I I think only someone who really loves you could kill you and i immediately thought nobody in that town like that old coot they shot because they couldn't wait to fire their guns right who who is his lover there but he says it anyway right and then she's like she has one of those what you would expect revelation moments (gasps) no 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 
He loves me. I'll co- I'll soothe the savage beast. And she walks up slowly, and, and he just and she's just like, David, David, it's me, Alex. And then he just lunges at her, and for a split second, she goes, Well, shit, that didn't work. <laughs> and let me tell you, man, the cops in England crack shot when yeah, the time are. comes because they shot around her. <laughs> they they sh- yeah, I don't, they're like bending bullets. It's amazing. <laughs> they did. They did. It's it's like that uh, the Angelina Jolie movie. Wanted, yeah. <laughs> Wanted, right. The, all the, the curving cops are, bullets left and right. <laughs> the cops are all curving bullets. <laughs> nice job. Nice job, chaps. <laughs> so the the last scene we see is is uh David naked, shot up. Dead. And I love this. The film just hard cuts to credits with Blue Moon playing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I that actually caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, wow, that was a hard cut. It's a super hard cut. We joke about hard cuts. <laughs> yeah. This is the hardest cut, I think. Yeah, it was. It, it startled me. So that that is it. That is the movie. This was, uh, it is, what am I trying to say? An American Werewolf in London. I don't know what you're trying London. to say. <laughs> An American Werewolf in London. That was the movie. So, uh, Greg, I, I started. Uh, you made a, a point of that. So now I throw it over to you. Greg, is this film still rad? You know, I I was very curious to see what I thought about this movie not having particularly enjoyed it as a kid. And this is one of the rare times I have come 180 degrees on this movie. I think this movie is fantastic. I think the actors in it do a fantastic job. I think it does a great job of being funny, of being scary. Some of the effects are dated, but I, this movie flew by. Now it, it, now, it is only like an hour and a half, which is perfect, mm-hmm. but I love this. It is it is kind of like a classic horror movie where, like the, the original Wolfman, you know, he didn't want to be the Wolfman. He just was. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he became a werewolf and he died at the end because you know he was a monster and they had to kill him and and i i really like that same sort of of framework for this movie where it's just it's almost like a fairy tale Uh, you know what i mean things just happen to these guys it's not because they're bad you know like we, we don't have like a stupid like like if this movie was made now they would not kill him at the end they'd find a way to save him they'd be like oh it turns out if you do something else if you kill another person who's bad because we've shown them to be bad, then uh, yeah. you're fine. But, like, in this movie, like, he knows he's, like, heading towards this, like, inevitable end. He can't bring himself to kill himself. It's 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 a it's a really, really solid movie. I highly recommend it. This movie was very, very rad. Paul? Uh, I am with you. As a kid, it's a movie that was rad because of it's notoriety and you know like i said the 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 special effects and in kind of what it was about it was a new and unique movie for the time when i first watched it i didn't care for it i i I really didn't um i kind of thought it was just an okay movie i am with you i i absolutely think it's rad today um I am not as emphatic as you are. I think it's just a very, very well-made movie that I'm with you. I enjoyed watching, and it did go by. I mean, 90, I think it's 95 minutes. And it did. It flew by. I thought it was very well put together. Um, I think the special effects, they're dated, but they hold up. I mean, they're not terrible. Jack is yeah, amazing looking. All the gore from the people in the theater, they look great. Um, that opening gore scene was super well done so i think the acting is is passable i don't think there's any problems there i i thought it's a fun movie i think this is just a fun movie to watch um i think it definitely holds up better than i expected it to so i would say it was absolutely rad 
uh, as far as that goes. So I don't think we've agreed on a movie in a while. Uh, yeah, we're not playing that game. Uh, go back and listen to our other episodes. You can tell us. <laughs> I'm tired of it. No, you know what? I think we I think we both agreed that, that Dream Warriors was not right. No, no, yeah, that's actually. true. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, how long has it been since we've agreed well, on no, a movie, what I, right? what, I, what I meant was you and I both haven't liked a movie in a long time. I haven't liked, yes, I haven't liked a movie. Um, that's 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 a better way to say it. What was the last movie before uh, Friday the 13th? I thought that was the one that we liked. I, I didn't like Friday the 13th. No, 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 the one before that. God, I suckered myself into the trap that I was trying to avoid. Yep, yep, I'm terrible. Well, what do we do instead? We thank Mr. Bibbs, as always, for being our loyal patron. Because the best. Um, but we thank you, as always, for your patronage and, uh, and support. You can go to thiswasrad uh, slash uh, podbean.com. And you can find us there if you want to become a patron. And, of course, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things going on there. Um, I don't have any new podcasts that I've been listening to um, as far as that stuff goes. Um, anything from you, Greg? Um, I just, you know, it's it's October. If you like spooky stuff, I've plugged them before. I want to plug them again. Podcast 1289. They are a very funny group of guys. Um mainly because um, they remind me a lot of my friends personally, and their sense of humor is almost 100% aligned with mine. And um, they just do a a great job. They are really funny, and I've I've said it once, I will say it again. They made a Christmas special about Jesse the Body Ventura learning the true meaning of Christmas by being visited by Arnold Schwarzenegger... Vince McMahon and Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> and it might be the greatest podcast the I American have ever dream. heard in my life. It is phenomenal. Jesse, you gotta learn the you gotta learn the true meaning of Christmas. I'm gonna take you into the future and see what you see what see what you could be. We're gonna go on a dream trip through through time and space to teach you about the true meaning of Christmas. I, I, I believe the ghost of Christmas future was actually Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, uh, it's it's amazing. No, I'm serious. I won't even try that. These guys crack me up. They've got great content too. They do really great spooky content, but they do really funny stuff as well. And cool. I just I uh, we we we've actually recently been interacting a lot on on just Twitter and Facebook, and I just wanted to shout them out because I know they they give shouts out to us all the time. Sweet, awesome. Okay, um, sounds fun. Um, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast. So, Greg, we have one more episode left in in a spectacular horror month of October, and that means we're gonna do what next? Hellraiser. This is a movie legitimately terrified me as a child. I have seen this movie once. I was in high school. I almost remember nothing about it. <laughs> So I, I am very interested to see uh, what, you know, what's weird. And I, <laughs> almost all of Clive Barker's movies, I've seen almost all of them. And there's just like a blind spot in my mind. I've seen Lord of Illusions. I've seen all the Hellraiser movies. Well, up to three. There's like a billion of them now. Yeah. yeah. I remember legitimately like almost nothing from any of the movies that he's made. So, uh, I will say this Hellraiser is my wife's absolute favorite horror movie. Um, it is her absolute favorite. So, she's actually going to watch it with me um, when I watch it later this week. 
But yeah, um, I, I watched this movie, I think, when I was 12, and it scared the living crap out of me. So we'll see how... This may be the first true horror movie we've watched that may actually be terrifying. Um, at least I hope so. So that's it. Brings us to the end of the podcast. I am Paul. I am Greg. See you guys. kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again